Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Happy Cast with Ben and Brian. I'm Brian. So this guy is Ben. No, I'm not. Real? Oh, I'm sorry. Who? Who are you? Who? 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 Oh, so is that um, to drop another one there? <laughs> oh no. No, I'm going okay. to. You made me do it. Now everyone's hearing it right now. Playing underneath this. No, April oh, Fools. I am Ben. Oh, Ben, didn't you hear? April Fool's was canceled this year. There was no April Fooling going on. I don't know. It's still April. There's still time. Hmm. Okay, well, I'll be on my toes for the whole month of April then, because I will not be fooled again. We don't get fooled again. Your toes are going to hurt. I, that might be true, but they'll get strong. I'll have some strong toes, so once the quarantine's over... I'll be a toe wrestling champion. You might as well be a ballerina. Yeah, or that. Sure. An actual thing, not not the nonsense <laughs> I said. I don't even know how that would work. It's like thumb wrestling, but with toes, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have opposable toes? Yeah, doesn't everyone? <laughs> what? Wait, are you, are you human or not? Uh, you know, I don't, I've been asking myself that for a long time. I... Just uh, I can't come uh, to a conclusion. Anyway, uh, now's not the time or place to talk about that. We have a lot of podcasting things to talk about. Oh, do we? Yes. In fact, uh, it's another week, and so we have another special guest. Uh, this week is a good friend of the show, Q. Welcome to the show, Q. Hello. Thank you for joining us. It's great to have you, as always. It's great to be here. I, uh, I've forgotten what life is like without Habitcast. Mm, so did we for a while. I I just woke up one day and I was like, oh yeah, we used to have a podcast. We should do one of those. Do you think we? Yeah, can... you know. Sorry. As as far as I'm concerned, this podcast has literally been going on forever. Well, then we'll see if we can keep it going on for eternity. Then just new episodes of Happy Cast for the next as far as we can see. There there will be there will be a, several things that are constant in life. One of them is taxes, and the other thing is Happy Cast. So would would Ben and I be like like immortal figures? Would we have to like upload our consciousness to like the cloud and then have like robot podcasters, or would we be replaced? Like, would the roles of Ben and Brian eventually go, be passed on to another generation? I think it's like it's like what they did in Star Wars, will where we'll just keep like a, somehow autonomously generating uh, uh, your voices from machines somehow i don't know how it works okay we could do that i mean either i could see it going either way i could see it working like that or you know somebody in like somebody in the desert uh being asked their names like my name's brian brian what brian happy cast cut the black <sighs> we could always do the internet thing and just you know recut our episodes make them sound different every week I, man, I don't... that's that's what the ai will be doing for you see we're gonna outsource it well, if they're so-called engineers, maybe that's what they've already done. That's probably mm. what they've done. That would but, make a lot of sense. But since I doubt yeah. they even are, they can't even spell engineer right. They spell it E-R-D instead of E-E-R. I, I mean, it's, I, I, that's an intentional. It's, it's fine. It's fine. How do you know? I mean, That's what they want you to think. 
I mean, I, I'm not sure how the release schedules are going to work with these two things, but um, you're you're scheduled to be a guest on their podcast this week. So how's that going to work if they just keep re-airing the same stuff? Well, the AI that runs their show, uh, I think it's their mom is what they call it. Uh, they contacted me and they wanted me to send in a bunch of clips of the happy cast so they could just clip it in there and make it sound, you know, like I'm there. I mean, I, I don't I don't fully buy it, but I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out or hearing it rather well good luck there's no such thing as an engine nerd oh, ben, they're ben, not real you're i i mean i admire you're, you're wanting to start a podcast beef with with another group of lovely people i i do i i it reminds me of small tangent uh back when i was hosting a lost podcast uh, lost in lock with chris and brian uh, there was a scrappy upstart podcast by a gentleman by the name of Donald. And I remember we emailed when he was starting out, we exchanged emails a few times. And I said, oh, wouldn't it be really fun if we just pretended like we hated each other? Like we had this fake podcast feud. And then, you know, we just dragged that out for years at the very end. We're like, oh, surprise, we're really friends. And then he had the 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 the, uh, the foresight to go. No, I don't think people would like that. I think people would be upset about that. I'm like, oh, right, right. Yeah, good, good call. Good call. And now that man is the president. Uh, no, different Donald. Oh, <laughs> oh I wasn't this sure. Is, this is, this is uh, Donald Jr. on Twitter. Oh, so are, are the we? Are son. we sure? Are we sure that they're different people, though? I mean, I don't think we have any evidence that they're they've been in the same room at the same time. That's a good point. Uh, you know, I I'm actually I'm buying into this conspiracy uh, from Q. This seems much more believable than. Uh, than you uh, dragging the good name of the engineer show through the mud. Well, I you, am here for all your conspiracy theory needs. Did you know that 88% of podcasters aren't even, they don't, they don't exist. It's all AI creations. <gasps> really? Yeah. Can I just like name a few and you tell me if they're real or not? Oh yeah. The, in our new segment, <laughs> AI <laughs> or podcaster. I mean, surely not not Ira Glass, right? That's a guy. No, no AI. AI. Yeah. What? I have it on good authority. I know the guy who coded him. It's in his oh. name. Take out the R, and all you have is backwards AI. <laughs> oh wow! They I can't believe they I didn't so see it. They did, Yeah, they didn't hide it. Great. The R stands for robot. Intelligent <laughs> robot artificial. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even have any other... I mean, I'm just so shook by this revelation. I don't think I can come up with more names to throw at you. Well, I mean, chances are most of them are going to be fake. Chris, AI. Hmm. I mean, okay, then tell us... Uh, let's, uh, let's tackle it from the other direction. Like, what are... Name one podcaster that's not AI. Uh, The Jacob's Cabin podcast? Oh, that was real. Yeah, they're real. Also, also Siri, who's on the podcast uh, of your phone every day, all day, uh, is actually a real person. That's true. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I met her. Oh, was she yeah. nice in person? Yeah, sweet girl. Oh, not to me. Oh. oh. I mean, that, that must be uh, quite a busy schedule she keeps then. I'm, people are asking her things constantly, day in and day out. Well, clones. Well, wait, wait, we're, wait, we're, we're, <laughs> we're expanding this to clones now? You, did you not know that? Oh. I, I, I mean, I'm just uncomfortable with the amount of rapid world building we're doing in the opening five minutes of the podcast. 
then. I, I don't know how we're going to keep up with all this. You really need to read more Wired or TechCrunch or CNET. Sure, they have sure. All, they have stuff all about that. Huffington okay, Post. Well, uh, right, right. The, the, the Onion. Right, oh, and all those. BuzzFeed. Uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, I think I have a lot of reading material for after the podcast, but... Uh, for now, I'm, I'm going to try to get the show on track, and uh, let's let's go on to the happy hour. It's happy, hour happy hour is the part of the show where you talk about the thing that makes us most happy for the week. Ben, yeah. I was going to suggest the guests go first, but last week uh, uh, you got a bit offended, so um, I'm going to leave it up to you. Who do you think should go first this week? Me. Oh, okay. Wow, not the. Not the choice I expected, but I respect it. Let's go. Well, what is your happy hour? It's more important for the guest to be in the middle because that's the most important part of a sandwich. This is very true. This is very true. Also, I don't know how to do a happy hour unless I have an example. See? So. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I, then I'm glad we didn't put that pressure on you. I, I, I didn't even consider that. Although, exactly. I, I will say I've had bread make or break a sandwich before. Like if you make a... Like a nice sandwich on some like really good sourdough, it's like next level. But I, I digress. That's true, but you don't call it a bread sandwich. You call it a like it'd be a Q sandwich on Happy Cast. All right. So the bread right. always well, goes I mean, to the end of that. That's true. Okay. Well, I just sure don't want to underplay a Q sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would taste very good. It I think it would a- taste like 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 uh, a. Isn't uh, when you play pool, you have like a cue stick or whatever? So that's what I'm imagining is in the sandwich. It's real chalky. (laughs) Anyway, happy hour. My happy hour is going to be extremely relatable to everyone. And it is uh, watching YouTube documentaries on video game speedrunning. Sure, sure. We've all, I've done that. I can't even tell you how many times I've done that cue. Uh, I'm sure you've also done this. Uh, yeah, well, I'm supposed to be, like, on a work meeting, definitely, then, uh, just having that up on the, on, on the, on another monitor. See, I, I don't know why, but I find it super interesting. Uh, there are a few people who do them really well and make these, like, sort of 30 minutes, sometimes an hour-long YouTube documentaries on speedrunning specific video games, like, how they did it, the progression throughout time, how the community worked together to figure out the quickest way through... I better back up. Okay. Speedrunning. Or wait, video games. Uh, video games are games that you play on video. Now, speedrunning. Nope. But wh- hold on. What is a video? Uh, a video is like a, a thing you see with your eyes that moves and isn't real. Like Chris. But what about people who don't have eyes? Well, then they'll have to play an audio game. See. I see. Okay. It seems very. It, soon. It seems very non inclusive, just saying. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I know I don't know when it's coming out, but I've seen videos, which I guess I can see with my eyes, uh, f- for a game made for blind people, or I mean, even non-blind people can play it. I think, but it's all based on like audio and responding to it, and the screen is just like mostly black during it. And there's a whole narrative and mm-hmm. stuff. That is cool. Uh, but speedrunning is when people try to, as quickly as possible, get through the game from start to finish, <clears throat> usually cutting corners, skipping power-ups, beating enemies and bosses quick, uh, sometimes glitching their way past things, which there's a whole thing where there are different categories of speedrunning, depending on if you want to glitch or not. Well, 
uh, this one guy who's probably the best at it, his YouTube name is Summoning Salt. He has made so many videos like this, like the world record of Super Mario 64, where he goes through some of the earliest attempts at speedrunning it and then showing how the community work together to figure out glitches or shortcuts or things that will save time to get through it. He did one on Punch-Out, which, believe it or not, does have a speedrunning community. Just a boxing game, but hey, that's that's something. Uh, he's done individual Mario Kart tracks before, because some of them, there are really weird ways where you can beat them in, I think, under 15 or 20 seconds for all three laps. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the best ones he did was on... Uh, Super Mario, the original one, Super Mario Bros. The world record is currently, I think, just under five minutes. And he had a long video just showing how they shaved off two seconds over time. Over, like, I think years and years. That's the most they could do. Huh. That's, uh, that sounds interesting. So what's, um, do you have a, a personal favorite video game speedrun? Uh, that one, oh, like... I think that one might be good, but I think my favorite, favoritest one is if you like the game Super Mario Sunshine, which was a Mario game on GameCube. There's someone else who does one who has done, I think, two different documentaries. One about getting through with glitches, one about getting through without glitches. And they're kind of long. I usually watch them in the background while doing other things. But it is crazy the links to which people go or how they'll sit there like streaming their attempts for hours and hours and just days in a row of trying to go as fast as possible to this game, having to reset like an hour in when they make one small mistake. Yeah, it seems kind of maddening. I, I don't, I don't think I would have the patience for it. Is it, is it something you would ever engage in, or are you just like uh, kind of watching it from the outside? Uh, I, ha- I wouldn't really fully speed run because I wouldn't have the patience for doing that either. But I did try a little bit years ago on the game uh, Braid, because there's an achievement in it to beat it, and I think in under 30 minutes, and I was like number 22 at one point at speeding my way through Oh, it. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Great game. It is. But yeah, and I know I tried <laughs> so, as a kid in Metroid Prime, but that was it was hard. You, you have to have a lot of discipline. Question. Yeah? Here's my question. Are there any speed runs of audio games? Let's see. Name an audio I, game, and I'll tell you. I don't know. Then, yes. Probably. Great. If there isn't, I think we're clearly missing a market here. Mm-hmm. Well, what about like a choose-your-own-adventure book, like book on tape? That's kind of like an audio game. Mm. And I'm really good at getting to the end of those like immediately. You just make the wrong choice. Like, oh, do you go into the cave of danger? Uh, no, uh, you go home and have a nice afternoon. The end. Like, yes, I nailed it. So you won. Yeah, that's how you win. You survived. Yeah, but that's all. It's just speedrunning documentaries on YouTube. There are a whole bunch of them. Uh, and they're pretty interesting. Yeah, I uh, I think I might check some of those out, Like, especially for like uh, like the older games, like uh, 8-bit era. Um, I just... I mean, this all this is really doing is making me think about. I, I think uh, my my video game uh, skills have atrophied over time because I've been playing that uh, Star Wars Fallen Order game I talked about last week. Oh yeah, and I've gotten really bad at video games. I, I think last night I woke up at like two a.m. and couldn't go back to sleep. I'm like, I'm gonna jump onto the old Xbox and. I think I wandered around aimlessly for like an hour and made no progress. I'm like, all right, time to save it and go back to bed. <laughs> I think I've heard that game is a little hard, though, to be fair. 
there's a there's a surprising amount of backtracking, which uh, I'm not great at. Oh, I've heard it's sort of a Metroidvania style, or like Dark yes, Souls. Yes, yeah, I love yeah. It. It's like you go to, you go to different planets. It's like, well, now that I have this ability, I need to go back to this planet again. I can access this new area I couldn't get to, but I can never go. I can never find what I'm looking for. It's me just wandering around, like, yeah, I saw like a vent I could uh, open up, but I don't know where it is. I I feel like when I was younger, video games were not easy but they were like doable and now like i try to play a video game after work and i'm like what are these what are these graphics what what even is happening i don't i don't understand there's so much oh there's just so much why is everything so hard I mean, what I, is I, this I, newfangled I, technology? <laughs> Video games used to be better. I agree. Let's go back to Dig Dug. Oh, this is a really <sighs> good Animal Dig Crossing Dig. I'm playing right now. I mean, yeah, Animal Crossing was pretty good. Well, so here's my question. Did video games used to be better or did I used to be better? Yes. <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. Probably, yeah. I think so. Like, there are some really good new games, but a lot of the times I just want to go back and play an old one. So I've been replaying through uh, Metroid Prime 1, just because it's one of my favorite games. It was on GameCube. And the the backtracking thing, they do it right, because if you get stuck for a while, the thing will just pop up as if, like, your AI computer is like, oh, hey, by the way, there's something over that way. And it tells you kind of mm-hmm. in-universe where you should go if you get stuck. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, just to double back to my Star Wars example, there's actually like a, a marker on my map and I'm still just unable to find my way to where I'm going. Like I pull up my my map, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going north and then I'll just get distracted and end up back where I started. It's uh, it's a real mess. I hope to check that out sometime soon. Check it out. And then I'll help you out. Well, that uh, sounds like a pretty good happy hour. Uh, you set the bar pretty high. Uh, so let's see how Q and I can follow up. Q, what is your happy hour? Uh, so one nice thing, uh, that I have received this week is handwritten letters, uh, from my friends, um, which is cool because A, none of us would have the time to like write out letters before all this was happening, but also, uh, it's just a completely different mindset to write something that's probably not going to be read for three or four days. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I'm very used to, uh, you know, saying something and then having an immediate reaction because I'm talking on the phone to somebody or because I'm texting them and they're going to text me back roughly in, in real time. Not not immediately, but, but fairly recently. So if they don't get back to me in like four days, then uh, I'm probably just never going to talk to them again. <laughs> <laughs> um. But now it's like, well, I sent out this thing that, honestly, I don't remember half of what I said anyway, and then I'm going to get a letter back, hopefully, in, you know, a week. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, right? Like, how would I know? How would I know if they just never speak to me again? I wouldn't know, because I'd just be waiting and assume it got lost in the mail. All right. Good point. Brian, why haven't you sent me any handwritten letters? Yeah, Brian. I, I mean, I should get on that. Well, first of all, my handwriting is uh, notoriously te- terrible, like hardly legible at all. But um, I, sure, I can. I mean, if you want some handwritten letters, we can we can do that. I mean, I'll just turn my phone off, and then we'll just coordinate podcast record times via written letter, just like the olden days. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, when the olden days used to record, uh, the <laughs> people used to record podcasts. <laughs> exactly. 
back in uh, 1885. I wonder what one of those would sound like. Dearest Benjamin, it's been a fortnight since I received your last correspondence. Uh, I do wonder... Uh, <laughs> I guess no. Let's say no. <laughs> no, this is great. I I also love how everybody in like 1885 has a southern accent because that that is that, that tracks. No, absolutely, especially yep. around here. Yep. Uh, but uh, I I will say handwritten letters are great. Um, I recently moved, and um, because of that, I went through all of my stuff, and I found my box of the only time I've ever done handwritten correspondence was. Um, when my brother uh, enlisted in the army, went away to basic training, we sent letters back and forth, and I found those. I'm like, oh Aww. yeah, this is nice. Yeah. Um, reading back over them, uh, you know. Uh, in fact, talking about not receiving letters, there's a point where I'm like reading letters, and then clearly he talks about not receiving one that I sent. I'm like, oh yeah, well you know, U.S. mail, who knows? Um, and then I got to one where he's it's just basically a letter of him recommending I watch a Game of Thrones. I'm like, <laughs> nice. all right, well maybe. In case they get lost, you should take a picture of the letter and then send that to them, like in an email. That's cheating. Uh, <laughs> Just in case it gets lost in the mail. That's cheating. Do you think sure. in 1885 they were taking photos of, of letters in case they got lost? I mean, yeah. Maybe they were, but it took an hour to take the photo. I wonder what that would look like. <laughs> I, this isn't even a visual medium. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I'm going to upload this one to YouTube with a video clip uh, right in the middle. <laughs> oh, okay, great. It's just a, it's just like a lined modern note, but with a sepia filter. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Okay, fine. Shoot down all my dreams. I would just like to say it was not me that shot down the uh, the flashback. I was all for it. Yeah, I was, Brian. I was, I, was, I was just so ill-prepared, like... Uh, I think we set the bar too high last week with the uh, the live uh, Queen podcast. The Queen was did. pretty great, yeah. I mean, you jumped right into that one, though. We didn't even like prep or stop or anything. You just jumped in, and you can't do 1885 podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I guess it, now that you put it that way, it was kind of mean for me to just kind of throw Caitlin under the bus like that. But she, <laughs> uh, she, she, she did really well. I do. Uh, I definitely notice there's a marked difference between how uh, Ben handles uh, every other podcast guest and how Ben uh, handles Caitlin as guest. <laughs> I'm a lot more <laughs> aggressive and <laughs> accusatory when Caitlin. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 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 I, just, I, I just I have to say, like having an older brother, I, I assume Caitlin is is the younger sister. She is. Um, but, but having an older brother, I'm just like I'm. Ah, uh, yes, I know how to deal with that. <laughs> just put myself right in Caitlin's position. So it's accurate. That's good to hear. Uh, he's, he's definitely an accurate sibling relationship. I mean, were you worried about that? Are you guys not actually siblings? Mm. I just want to make sure that it's normal and not me being like, too cruel. Gotcha. That reminds me of the time when uh, somebody thought that Caitlin coming over to your apartment after Megan. (laughs) So that wasn't the podcast. Tell that story again. I think that was in the podcast. I'm pretty sure you you might have told me on Facebook, but I feel like I listened to that. I'll have to say that. 
I'll have to find it somewhere because I assume somewhere on the podcast <laughs> where uh, Caitlin came over for like a week and then making him home one day. I feel like that was a bummer patrol at some point. I, it probably was. I know Megan came home one day and saw a letter taped to our window letting her know <laughs> that I was cheating on her with some girl who'd always come when she went to work. Oh, man. And we never found out who it was. <laughs> I, I mean, I just admire the, like, the, the, the nerve that took. Can you imagine doing that? I would be afraid of, like, being caught taping it on the window. Like, what if you walked out at that point? That's or a like, oh, point. I, I wasn't doing anything. Oh. And you know what? That was a handwritten letter. So, Bummer Patrol. Handwritten oh, letters. no. <laughs> you ruined handwritten letters. Oh, no. You did. Look what you did, Q. <laughs> I'm sorry I triggered you, Brian. Or Ben. (laughs) (laughs) If only this were a video medium, you would know which of us was which. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not like your your voices aren't different at all. Oh, I'm Brian. Oh, oh. Well, actually, I'm Ben. (laughs) That's terrifying bareface. What are you doing? (laughs) I mean, well, you voiced that character, so it's still accurate. (laughs) You voiced a character. That's a person who runs in the room. Oh, yes, no, of course. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, of course. I <clears throat> uh, can't believe you didn't know that. Anyway, Brian. Yes. Oh, my turn. Okay, here we go. Happy hour. Um, so mine, uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm just going to talk about all the great television I've been watching. Uh, there's the fifth season of Better Call Saul airing right now. And it's been very good. And I was uh, recently pleased to learn that it was renewed for a 16th 16th. No, oh my six, god. Six season. <laughs> the 16 would be too long. Why? How are they going to fit that in before Breaking Bad starts? Or are they just going to continue as if, you know, along with the story? Sure. I mean, well, they're going to clearly, you can tell they're going to start like spinning their wheels or there's just like a full episode real time of Saul waiting at a deli to, to pick up some meat. So they could probably do uh, that. And the quality will drop for sure. Uh, no, no. Uh, season six is going to be the last one. Uh, it's going to be 13 episodes long, unlike every other season, which was only 10 episodes long, Ooh. which will bring the total number of episodes to 63, um, which is interesting, eh, in quotes, interesting, um, because Breaking Bad had 62 episodes, and there's a thing I always heard Vince Gilligan, uh, the creator, say on like interviews and podcasts, where he's like, well, yeah, I think it'd be really kind of interesting if they had the same number of episodes, like if they just mirrored each other. That'd be like some nice symmetry. Uh, so it's going to be off by one, unless maybe they're counting El Camino as an episode. I, that's I don't know. That's what I was going to say. Uh, so, is, by the way, you've been recommending Breaking Bad for years. Um, and finally, last year, I... I haven't finished it, but I started watching it. I think I'm on the last season. Oh, you're so close. Yeah, so I, I started watching Better Call Saul, and I really liked it. And so I, I said, well, I guess I better watch Breaking Bad and, like, stop this. I'm, like, watch Breaking Bad, because I know that there's references to Breaking Bad in it that mm-hmm. I just don't realize. And so I was like, I need to know these references. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of call forwards or whatnot references but uh there's also this weird easter eggs and uh, recurring characters but there's like a weird thing where uh they talk about on the official podcast about like there being a group of people that love better call Saul but didn't watch breaking bad and that uh just seems maddening to me i would say i i was turned off so i've tried watching breaking bad 
probably three times. And mm-hmm. there's that one episode in the beginning that's really gross that uh-huh. was well, difficult to get sub. past. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Better Call Saul didn't have something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just, it's a little bit easier. And also Saul is just like uh, an amazing character. No, I agree. Um, you know, I there. I mean, there are official court records of me from when I was on jury duty stating that uh, I think Better Call Saul is a, is a better show than Breaking yeah. Bad. Although Breaking Bad's still great. Yeah. Um, I think what makes Better Call Saul work more, and I, I, interestingly enough, makes the Saul character work better for me in Breaking Bad now, is that um, at least up till you know, not not counting the new season, I won't talk about what's happening now. But all the way through the first four seasons, like you, you, you never get the sense that 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 Jimmy uh, has like like lost his conscience, right? He still has a soul. Like, oh no, he's still like you know, it's still in there. Like he's making mm-hmm. some bad choices, and you kind of see how he got there. But like he's still like deep down, he has a heart. Which uh, the thing about Breaking Bad is like immediately that's out the window. Like, oh no, this guy, uh, this guy's a monster. All right, yep. great. Let's see how this goes. Yep, exactly. Anyway, so Better Call Saul. That's my happy hour. Check it out, everybody. It's very good. Brian, I have two questions. Okay, go ahead. One, will the 13-episode season be cut into two and aired on different years like Breaking Bad? I I suspect yes, but I'm hoping no. I also hope no. And this other question is just for me. Uh, How many episodes have been out so far of season five? Uh, I think we're up to seven or eight. I've only seen the first five. All right, I have not started it yet, but I finished four recently. I think I'll just wait a couple weeks and then wait till it's all out and then get my way through it. Yeah, that seems Un- like a good way to do it. Unpopular opinion. I prefer week-to-week shows. No, I, I, I agree. Oh, I understand that, and it makes sense. I have a hard time being motivated still week-to-week sometimes. We've tried that with yeah. other shows before. Now we get the first few, and then we get busy and get on watching something else. And then that is something true, else. Yep. So I need to, like be able to watch it while I'm in like the week where I really want to watch it. Mm, on on right. the one hand, I, I miss having like a TV schedule, but on the other hand, it's also like now I don't have to worry about missing an episode of, of TV and just being completely lost for the rest of the season. Different cue. Just the, the intro cue. <laughs> is that still a needle drop? Uh, I mean, I'd call it a needle drop. Should I play the sound of a needle dropping? Uh, I think that sure, would be you... too. That would be too uh, subtle. I would say. Oh. Unless we're really, really quiet. That's how the phrase goes. It's so quiet you can hear a needle drop. Uh, weekly television's great. Though. I miss that. I miss the the communal viewing. Experience. Yeah. Binging, it's also really hard to discuss what happens because when I binge stuff, I never, I can't remember what happened in what episode or what happened when. Yeah, it all blurs together. And then like these full season drops that Netflix does where it's like, oh, here's like an entire show. And uh, so you never know when to talk about what. It's like, oh, we're all talking about Tiger King. I'm like, yeah, all right, guys, but I'm on episode three. So let's uh, slow your roll. Let's see how this goes. (laughs) 
Uh, right, and like I can't discuss it unless I've seen the entire thing, which is just like a uh, time. Yeah, I don't think. Um, well, I mean, this is probably true for a number of reasons, but I, I don't feel like you could have had lost work the same way if it was out now. If it were just like a no. Amazon original or whatever, um, those, those episodes you really uh, they. I mean, in my opinion, they deserve like a level of detailed scrutiny per episode where it's like, Oh, we're going to pick this apart for a week. And then by the time the next one comes out, we're ready for that. I missed that. Lost yeah, was good, guys. I'm going to change my, my happy hours lost now. <laughs> oh, I missed lost. <sighs> lost. I keep talking about starting another lost podcast, but it has not happened yet. Dude, dude, re like rewatch. I'm actually watching lost with somebody who hasn't ever seen it before. And it's just, it's great. So how how is that dynamic being the person that's seen it and they haven't? Because that's kind of what I'm getting into. So the the dynamic is I try very hard and I can remember like what happened each episode fairly well because I've rewatched it so often. Um, and so uh, I try to not um, give away any reactions to what's going on. I try to ask questions that I remember asking during that episode so that I don't give away information that we learn later. Um, sometimes it is really hard when the, when the person asks me a question and I'm like, I don't know. Even though, <laughs> obviously. Right. Oh, that's so fun uh, to do. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious when I do that. Um, uh, it depends who I'm watching with because my friend who I'm rewatching Lost with would be like, ah, okay, I got it. But that also gives away that that's going to be answered at some point, whereas some mm. things are not. Um, but with, when I'm watching shows with my mom, my mom would be like, oh my God, just tell me. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. She's like, oh my, I'm going to look it up. No. I'm going to Google it now. Yeah, exactly. Just to make a point. I'm like, <laughs> Part of the trick is like, you have to do that same I don't know all the time because I have to do that all the time as a DM. They're like, well, what happened if we did this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I just have to practice and be just really annoying about the I don't know. You just make them all identical I, I don't knows. Even if it's like something like, uh, oh, actually, I better not say because I might spoil a loss, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the situation I, I'm, I'm getting into is I, 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 I wonder, like, I don't want to. I would. I don't want to spoil anything, but then they're they're like a couple of like narrative cul-de-sacs and lost, where it's like, oh, don't don't worry too much about this. Like, oh yeah, that second outrigger, there was somebody on it, but don't worry about who it was because oh, it's not important. Don't ever think about that again. That would, you know, that's just lost time. We'll probably find out when Lost comes back in ten years. Oh sure, the reboot reboots are oh, hot now. Reboot. Or like the the reboot slash sequel thing they do, where it's technically different but in the same universe. And then by season or two, like the, they feel like they can do like whatever the, they want. The Twin Peaks thing, where it's all the same people, basically, but it's a sequel slash kind of a reboot thing. That was yeah. crazy what I watched of it. That was crazy, yeah. <laughs> Guys, you know, I miss Damon and uh, Carlton. Yeah. Me too. I should rewatch Lost. You should. If anyone uh, wants me to start a new Lost podcast, let me know, and I'll uh, get to work on that. I do. I may have already commissioned uh, a new piece of music from uh, somebody that does music, so I might have that ready. Is it Chris on the organ? Yes. But he's <laughs> not real. 
Oh, right. Well, the no, Chris it's, AI. It's, it's an artificial intelligence playing an organ. Oh, okay. All right. That makes more sense. Come on. Come on, Ben. Keep up. Ugh. Sorry. I only knew a little bit about Chris being an AI. I know a lot more about uh, AI glass. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> uh, you mean intelligent robot artificial glass. Yes. Exactly. All right. Well, I, I think we've uh, I think we've had a successful happy hour. So let's move on to uh, the Bummer Patrol. <laughs> That's right. For every happy hour, there is a bummer patrol. You know, it's uh, it all comes out in the wash, man. There's some strikes and some gutters. So, uh, Ben, what is your bummer patrol? Oh, Brian. Yes? I'm bummed. Oh, no. About what? Well, I know there are a lot of reasons that uh, the coronavirus sucks. But personally, mm-hmm. in a more lighthearted way, I'm bummed that I can't get a haircut. Oh, same. Yeah, I I really should have gotten a haircut at some point in the past two months. And now uh, I'm, I'm dealing with a real mess on top of my head, but it's fine. Yeah, I was due to get one, I think, in late March, early April. <laughs> and nope. Well, you know, I mean, if it makes you feel better, though, uh, I don't think you're being judged by anyone. If anyone saw you, we're all in this thing together. All of our hair looks bad. Oh, that's not what bothers me. It's the fact that now I feel like I have to brush it because it's, it's long enough that it won't just stay in place after like, I take a shower. Oh, right. Which is usually right. my intended I feel, goal. I feel so bad for you guys. Uh, you and, and, with your with your, with your your not brushing and your <laughs> quick drying and well, hair. <laughs> with my hair. <laughs> with your hair? Well, the thing is, also, uh, usually uh, the one I go to also uh, shaves my uh, facial hair. And usually I just let it grow until I get a haircut because it ends up growing the right amount. So because of that, I don't have a razor at home. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you should get one of those. They're they're relatively affordable. Uh, I might have to, but the re- th- another reason I don't have one at home is... Uh, we never really had a good place to do it, especially with electric razor, because there. When we first got our apartment, for years afterwards, we did not have a plug in the bathroom, so I'd have to do it somewhere mm-hmm. else. And then our sinks clog really easily, so I can't do it over a sink either. So I was like, I'll just get it done, and whenever I get my hair cut every time, and nope. And it's not that bad most of the time, except for the part above the lip that's growing sometimes too long that it's getting in the way. I feel like I have to keep trimming it with whatever I have nearby. So scissors. But it's mildly irritating. Sure. I mean, that does seem like a mild irritant. If I may offer a suggestion on your uh, your shaving dilemma, though. It is. <clears throat> this was a game changer for me. You just get a... I know electric razors are nice, but if you get like a cheap disposable razor, a can of some Barbasol. Uh, I like the one for sensitive skin. Um, cause my face breaks out for regular shaving cream. Uh, get one of those like anti-fog shower mirrors, just shaving the shower. Just knock that out while you're showering. It's a real time saver. I recommend it. All right. A couple problems with that one. Our sink also okay. clogs super easy, which I found out when I tried to shave in the shower before. Uh, okay. uh two, I am so blind <laughs> with my glasses mm. off. That uh, I'd have to be so close to the mirror that I would no longer be able to see a good portion of my face. Right, right. Okay. Uh, And three, I I don't want it gone. I just want it shorter. Oh. 
So, right. so here's here's what you do. As uh, I'm clearly an expert on beards, <laughs> the beard um, expert, you <laughs> right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a woman of many talents. So you get in the shower and then you just shave everything off your face: eyebrows, hair, nose, beard, nose, <laughs> nose, and uh, just everything. And then uh, and then you don't have to deal with it for like a month. That's a good point. And I might still be inside in a month, so I might exactly. be okay. Exactly. I'm not sure how Megan would feel. You don't need to see to do that. It's just by feel everything that feels hairy and just... That's that's true. And I wouldn't have to... Yeah, that's good that I wouldn't have to see because I am weird. And here's just a weird little trivia. I like to shower in the dark because I can't see anyway. So I'd prefer to not see at all than see everything blurry. Oh, that sounds dangerous and spooky. Oh, it is a little spooky, but listen to a podcast, so it's less spooky. Oh, right. Yeah, no, you did. Yeah, some time ago, you did introduce me to the concept of shower podcast, which I was upset that I'd never thought of. Yeah, I, have to, I grab a Bluetooth speaker, set it up on the toilet tank, and just like chill out while I get ready. I've been listening to, which is going to be a future happy hour. Oh, very good. Spoilers. I Oh, yeah, sorry, I'll cut that out. I'll bleep it out with another slide whistle. <laughs> Redacted. So, uh, that's all of my Bummer Patrol. How about you, Q? Uh, so, my Bummer Patrol is, um, it, it's it's two-parted. The first part is is not a Bummer Patrol, but I gotta tell it in order for the Bummer Patrol to make sense. Okay. So, because we've been having a lot of online meetings at my at my office, we've also seen... Like people, you know, their pets are in view, which is great. I love seeing their pets. But here's the thing. I don't have a pet and I want one. And they're all, you know, they're all snuggling their pets or, you know, uh, cats meowing or dogs barking and being adorable. And I don't have any pet. And that's just it's not okay. Have you thought about stealing one? You know, I have, but all of the pets are like are not following social distancing and they're not six feet away from their owners, oh. which I think is, yeah, it's a really, it's not, it doesn't seem to be okay. And so I can't get into the, the area to take one um, without, you know, that's, getting in the germ zone. That's a good point. We got our cat by taking in just a stray cat that showed up and then she had babies. And so that way we didn't have to approach any actual people. So if you can pull that off. This is this is the, the correct method of acquiring a pet. I agree. Just collecting random ones you find out. It's like Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Brian, what's your pet stance? <clears throat> um, we're in the process of acquiring a, a pet. Uh, it's hard. Uh, there are a lot of extra layers to go through with our current social distancing situation. But I think mm-hmm. we've located a cat that we want. Um, uh, he is orange uh, and fluffy. His name is Max, according to uh, the pet adoption website, but we are changing that. Um, what are you going to w- name him? I would like to name him Gruyere because he's French and fancy in my mind. <laughs> so not an anaconda? No, 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 no. Uh, my, well, my... my uh, for whatever reason, uh, my girlfriend Katie got the the notion that she wanted like to name the cat after a cheese, like she wanted like a cheese name, and I was like, "All right, well, I think Gruyere is the way to go," and I think she might be uh, signing off on that. Really? Why not yeah. American? 
well, I, my, my original, my first pitch was white American. And she said, no, we're not naming our cat white American. I was like, okay, Gruyere. Especially when he's orange. Yeah, that's true. And, and French, as we've established. What about Queso Blanco? I mean, you know, uh, it's an option. You know, if Gruyere doesn't go through, maybe I'll try that too. I mean, Queso is a pretty uh, good cat name. Or Cottage. <laughs> Just Cottage? Yeah, like the cheese. Goat. Yeah, goat's another good one. Blue. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Pepper Jack. Ooh, Pepper Jack's actually actually good, unlike all the other suggestions that <laughs> turn out. Or Monterey oh, Jack. You yeah. can call him Monterey or Jack or Monty. Now I'm well, getting I, hungry. I want a grilled cheese. <laughs> I mean, you know, I hear Gruyere makes the best grilled cheese, and so my heart's really set on Gruyere. No, there, I feel like there's like four R's in that. Gruyere? It's the sound that the cat makes when it's angry. Yeah. It's rare. Um, okay. All right. So uh, you're looking to acquire a pet, but you can't steal one. Um, also, I mean, my I... parents refuse to allow pets in their house because my, my well, both my mom and I have the same allergies. But see, the thing is, I want a pet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am willing to get over this allergy nonsense in order to uh, in order to acquire a, a lovely companion. Uh, but my parents, for some strange reason, do not feel the same way. Um, and so until I can go back to uh, normalcy and go back to my apartment, uh, I'm unsure how to sneak a pet into the house. What if you got a turtle? I mean, that would be a companion. It's not really, I don't know too many fluffy turtles. Oh, does that have to be a fluffy pet? It has to be, yeah, it has to be fluffy and cute, although turtles are pretty cute. I mm-hmm. order on Amazon a bunch of, like, faux fur and just mm-hmm. glue it to a shell. That would work, that would work. Then just pet the shell, and then you get fluffiness. And a turtle, <laughs> they don't, they're not that fast. They don't run around, they don't shed fur anywhere. This is true, this is true. Perfect allergy-safe pet. That's uh, that's genius, I have to say. Thank you. I am one, so I'm glad to hear it <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. So, uh, no pets, no haircuts. Brian, what are you sad that you don't have? Uh, so, my... Oh, actually, yeah. I actually <laughs> forgot what mine was until just now when you asked me. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, I'm living in this new apartment. Um, one of the big drawbacks... Um, is that there is not a washer-dryer hookup in the apartment because uh, it's an older building built back in the 30s, I believe. Um, yeah, 19 they have, or 18? Uh, um, 17, actually. Wow. Yeah, it's really, really old. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> America was just becoming a country. Like, would, you say, <laughs> would you say that you found a handwritten letter from an old-time yeah. apartment occupant? What'd that letter say, Brian? <laughs> Dearest landlord, while I, while I have enjoyed residing in this domicile, I must complain, for there is no washer-dryer hookups. I know that such uh, appliance won't exist for hundreds of years, but I, I still find this to be rather unacceptable. Sincerely yours, uh, Gerald the Tenant. <laughs> that, was that his wow, last name all the time? I... <laughs> Yeah, Gerald the Tennis. That was, that was his is name. Is he related to David? Wow. 
Yeah, he's related to the Doctor Who, exactly. <laughs> the is his middle name, Gerald The. And David the Tenant. Yeah. Great, great, great grandson. Uh, it sounds like the person who lived there was quite a visionary. I go, if these walls could talk, that mm. would be terrifying. It would. <laughs> I would move out immediately. They said the walls have ears. No, no, uh, the, the the hills have eyes. That's what you're thinking about. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What has noses? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think that, um, that might be in development. I think that might come out post, uh, post-quarantine. There might be a nose film. Listeners, write the in if you know what nose is or what has a nose. <laughs> the nose knows. Uh, so no 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 washer dryer hookups, which is fine. There's a laundry center, um, like one building down from me. It's rather close. Uh, but the bumper patrol part of it is um, when everybody started to social distance and self quarantine and whatnot. Um, there were letters passed out to all the residents on our doors, and basically it was like just laying out um, how how the the apartment people are handling things. They're like, all right, so here's how it's gonna be, guys. And this is another letter I'm reading. Uh, so first of all, the, the 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 office staff is still gonna be here, but we're locking the office and nobody's allowed in but us. Um, so if you need anything, call it in. Uh, if it's an emergency, otherwise. Don't don't bother us. Wait, why also, is, why isn't this in your letter writing or letter reading voice? Oh, because this is a uh, contemporary. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were still going to go, dearest tenants. No, no, no. This was this was uh, a month ago. Oh, okay. That's and, pretty. And uh, they're uh, and they're like, also, uh, if any of you get sick, we would really appreciate you letting us know for obvious reasons. And um, the laundry facility is going to remain open. But we're not going to do any, like, extra cleaning or sanitation there, so really be careful with that. Okay, great, thanks, bye. Um, so, I don't know, now I'm afraid of the laundry facility. Oh, no. But, uh, that seems... seems... unsafe. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's one of those things where I should call, like, uh... Like the guy in the local news, the the consumer investigator or whatever, it's like this apartment building refused to clean the the laundry facility. You should. Do what it. is the like? What is the residential version of like OSHA? I don't know, but we should get them on the phone. You really should. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, but uh, I did laundry earlier. It's a lot of uh, so it's a smallish room with six washers and six dryers, and it's uh, just people. Uh, waiting uh, appropriately spaced apart outside for the one person inside to come out so they can go in. Well, that's good uh, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least we're doing that. Um, but uh, I would really, really feel better if they were doing some like extra uh, cleaning or sanitization. But whatever, it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. My clothes are going to be cleanish. I've heard nothing from our landlord about anything about this. Oh, what's your laundry sitch over there? Um, you 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 uh, you do your laundry um, at your parents, right? Is that... Yes, we have a building, but we don't like to use it uh, because we don't know who else is using it, and we've mm-hmm. had shady neighbors in the past. Uh, also, because it costs quarters, and we don't want to pay quarters for that, so we take it over to my parents' house, and very grateful that uh, they do it. Because it is helpful. Also, I'm also glad because I know a year or so ago, 
bed bugs got spread around part of our complex because someone with bed bugs washed uh. their stuff in our laundromat or in our uh. laundry area. It was like someone's guest who wasn't supposed to use it used it. Oh, no. And so because of that, I'm really glad <laughs> that we haven't used it because we were one of the few apartments that was totally clean. Mm. Dodged a bullet on that one. Seriously. Yeah. I know. Thank goodness. So bed bugs. But, uh, control. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, I'm sure if we had been recording in the 2019, that would have definitely been a bummer patrol. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, I think I think that's a successful segment. Three equally uh, uh, bummer, bummer patrols. Uh, you know, no pets. Uh, mine was about laundry and Ben's is bed bugs. Yep. Bed bugs and beard. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think the only thing left to do is to move on to the third segment. Let's spin the wheel to see what the third segment is going to be. All right. Oh, wow. Uh, Looks like uh, no news is not new news. Hey, everybody. This is the new today with your Animal Crossing update. The news you've all been dying for in these trying times. So, as you know, if you've been playing the game, um, Bunny Day is quickly approaching. It'll be on April 12th, and you would also know you've been finding a ridiculous amount of eggs everywhere, annoyingly so, in the water to where it's like every other thing you catch is an egg or a black bass and it is incredibly annoying or like a tire or a boot whatever but all of the furniture is pretty cute and it's fun to make and at least they have released an update to where the egg spawn isn't quite as bad as it was before and that's about all I have for you on this little update. Alright, uh, wow, this is an oldie but a good movie, hopefully. Uh, no News is Not New News is the segment where we bring... Um, unusual or odd uh, news stories to share with the podcast. Uh, Ben? Last time we did this was December 16th, 2018. Okay, alright. Not too long ago then. So, uh, that was like three podcasts ago. (laughs) Not too far (laughs) off. (laughs) Okay, news stories. News stories. Uh, I still have a list of cheeses right now on my phone. They're the lyrics of Chumbawamba, wedding anniversary. No, what a full podcast this has been. <laughs> there, there it is. There it is. This is from uk.reuters.com, so you know it's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Robots replace Japanese students at graduation amid, uh, amid coronavirus. Oh, okay. All right. Makes sense. Makes sense. I like it. I mean, I, I mean, obviously they couldn't hold the ceremony the way they originally intended. This seems like a fine solution. It does. My favorite thing is the picture I saw with it that I will be posting along with this episode. Uh, It talks about how spring graduation ceremonies in Japan have been canceled, but students at one school were able to attend remotely by controlling avatar robots while logged on at home. 
the robots are wearing graduation caps and gowns. And That's cute. the face is a tablet that has the face of the graduate who are logged on at home driving the robot around via their laptops. Uh, so is, is it like that episode of Community where the the, 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 the people are like like tele, tele calling into school, video calling, and it's just like an iPad taped to a Segway? I knew there was somewhere I saw that. I couldn't remember what it was on. Yes, it is like that, though. <laughs> oh, okay, great, great. That's exactly what I pictured. So I'm glad that uh, that that was accurate. I mean, it's not like I mean, it's it's in you know the robot capital of the world, Japan. So I know sure. you hate the story because of your robophobia, but uh, still, I'm not surprised that Japan has awesome robot graduators. Uh, one by one, the robots motored toward the podium to receive their diplomas. School staff clapped and said, "Congratulations." as they place the diplomas on a rack mounted in the robot's midsection. And then the and, and then the, the robot delivered it to their home? I, I guess it, it took the subway and <laughs> drove back to their house. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, as, as robots do, you know. It, I, I wonder I mean, if they work via Wi-Fi or, like, 5G. Yeah, hopefully they had a good connection. It would be terrible to... Uh, you know, start dropping your your video quality mid graduation of all times. Like it gets a hundred feet away from like the school and then just shuts off at the street. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, I as you uh, alluded to, I, I have what I call a, a healthy distrust of technology, Ben. But uh, I, I think this could be great. We should start uh, getting some of these robots to do our daily tasks. I'll send one to work for me. Well, we already have some. They podcast. That's what they've been used no. for primarily. No, oh, well, then we need to expand this program. Since when do you want to expand the pro? That means more robots. Uh, I mean, these are dire times. I just would like a way to work from home, and this seems like the best way for me to do it. Uh, what would that consist of for the robot? It would... Um, I mean, largely, with the way things are now, it would consists of the robot rolling around and saying no we do uh, uh, and, and even though it's me i'm going to do the robot voice <laughs> as the robot uh the robot rolling around saying like no we do not have it in the back sorry that's it that's the whole thing that's what the robot does for a whole day's work can you like put out is a sign like is that like a thing that that happens a lot where people are like oh go check the back <laughs> yes all the time it's like, do you have any of uh, this in the back? And I look down, like, oh, the shelves are empty. I, I didn't know that. You, uh, oh gosh, yes, we have a bunch in the back. Like, no, no. It's like, no. I'm sorry. It's our I secret knew store. I forgot to do something home. this morning. <laughs> yeah, no. People are convinced that the, that there are like secret groceries hiding in the back. I, well, now hold on one second. Didn't you say that you hid your own groceries <laughs> in the back of, of the store? So I'm I'm feeling like perhaps there is a mythical back. <laughs> well, I mean, where do you think I got the idea from? This is like okay, the time I Columboed right. you. <laughs> uh, one more question. One more question. Should I play like a flashback and play you your clip of you saying that? Uh, I mean, if you want to put that level of work into it. Nope, I have to find in the episode. That's too much work. <laughs> okay. Oh, here I'll just I'll do I'll 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 fake it for you right now. It's like I like to hide groceries in the back. And then like you put like an echo effect on it, like an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Ooh yeah. Well, shouldn't yeah. someone else do your voice then? If it's a oh, 
Re- like a recreation, yeah, reenactment. All right, Q, you're Brian. Uh, oh dear. Um, I don't even know like how to do a do a Brian thing. I feel like I I, I should do like a really terrible uh, uh, Southern accent and being a Northerner. It's like oh oh my golly golly gee golly gee I I. Uh, I kept my groceries in the back and only once, and now suddenly there's this conspiracy theory about the back. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that seems like more like a like a like a Fargo, Minnesota nice thing. Like. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I don't even know how to do a Southern accent, to be honest with you. Like we don't, we have Southerners up here, but like their their accent is sort of gets muted after after a time. Uh, you just say yeehaw a lot. Yeehaw. That seems like a Texas thing. I don't know. That doesn't seem like a Georgian thing. Yeah. I have well, asked about stuff in the back before, but it was only when I would go to like Walmart at like twelve thirty, just after midnight, waiting for a game release, and it wasn't out. And the, whoever showed up in the section had no idea that games were even coming out that day. And then they went back, and yeah, they were in the back. Oh, I mean, sure, yeah, I've done that too. That's that's, that's how that's I picked up. A little different. Okay, make it sure. Yeah, that's how I picked up. Sometimes you're allowed. That's to how I got all my all my Lost DVDs when they came out. It was me showing up at midnight, like, hey, uh, so the third season of Lost came out on DVD uh, two minutes ago. I know they're in the back. Will you please go get it for me? <laughs> Brian, you sound like some like doing like something illegitimate. Like, hey, hey, man, I heard, <laughs> I heard, I heard you got the stuff out back. <laughs> And I, I just like palm him a twenty dollar bill. Like here, this is this is for this is for your troubles. Uh, sir, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's the uh, it's the you know it's the show with the doctor. You know the one house. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, that's not a good description. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, I mean, I would think of so many other shows. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Exactly. Yeah, it's like the it's the show with the plane and the and the people and the Fantasy Island. Yeah, yeah, that Manifest. one. G- Gilligan, Gilligan's Island. Yeah. What is up with Manifest? Is that supposed to be a lost, like, like reboot, like, like copy? So wait, what is a Manifest? So I, I saw, I saw ads for Manifest, and it looked like. So I'm wondering if it's just supposed to be a Lost copy. Well, there was that Netflix show, The Island, which kind of looked like Lost. Mm-hmm. It definitely was not. Oh, that's not out yet. I talked about that on the 100th episode. Uh-oh. You will oh, hear really? About... Yeah, yeah, that listed. I think we talked about that Netflix show, The Island, the amazing Netflix show that I watched all of for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, you would watch it all. Um, Check that huh. out in a while. Check it out. I, but I, I definitely got the vibe that Manifest seemed like a like a Lost clone, which mm. during the heyday of Lost, we saw a lot more of those where it's like uh, surface, flash forward, daybreak. It's just like weird mystery show. Um, Remember when shows didn't do flashbacks? Oh, yeah. Before that, was Lost. Ground, that was groundbreaking, man. And now yeah. it's like, I know, like, This Is Us is doing it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's like it's in every flashbacks are in every show now. It's like ugh, I remember before we had flashbacks in shows back in the day. Mm. 
back in the good old days. What what, what was it like back before there were flashbacks and shows? (laughs) I think it was a little something like... (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right, so robot graduation is going to be hard for me to follow, Ben. I know. Um, I mean, they're, they're not that fast. Probably could follow them pretty easily. That's true. That's true. But I'll follow it with a news story that I found from uh, the website, wegotthiscovered.com. Very legitimate news source. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> as trustworthy uh, 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 as like NPR News or, or AP. Yeah, it's, a, it's true. Yeah, they're uh, very well respected. Um, so I, I guess I'll issue a, a spoiler warning. Uh, this is... Uh, unheard of but uh, anyone who's avoiding uh details about the upcoming movie space jam 2 uh just skip ahead three minutes and we'll be done talking about the thing i'm about to say which is insane way more than three minutes okay all right sure it's five um all right so uh, this article i'm looking at holding in my hand and definitely not lying about um It says that Bill Sarsgaard is set to reprise his role as Pennywise the Clown in Space Jam 2. So Hmm. uh, look for it in theaters. Who knows when? 2022 seems right. Now is... All right. I have a couple questions. Yes. Is this like a Ready Player One scenario where the doll Chucky was in it? That's kind of like reading into it. It's kind of, it's kind of the, the vibe that I'm getting. It's, uh, it says that it's going to be like a CG Pennywise and that he's just going to do the voice. And I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping that he's going to play basketball. Just fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if it would like, be like a quick like, hey, I'm Pennywise. And like, then the gag's over. Or is it like, no, I'm the main character of this film now. <laughs> I, I feel like a, I feel like I, I would expect it to be a cameo because the the same article also mentioned like uh, that it sounds like Warner Brothers, who's doing Space Jam Two, is kind of going for like a Ready Player One thing, where it's just like, oh yeah, we're gonna put everything we own in this movie. Like it's um, here. Here's, I mean, <laughs> it came out like last year, a very popular recent movie. Um, Another one of these characters that it says that they're going to bring back is uh, Jim Carrey's The Mask character from The Mask uh, is going to be in Space Jam 2. So I don't know. I think it's just going to be a, like a, a team of, uh, of, of movie characters from yesteryear playing it, basketball. It, too, isn't that yesteryear. I mean, not It, too. But, oh. I, well, It, too, is going to be on the, the horror icon basketball oh. team. And then The Mask is going to be the captain of... Uh, I don't know, like Jim Carrey comedies from the 90s. So you get like your pet detectives, your dumb and dumbers, the mask. Who else is on that team? The cable guy. Okay. So is, um, is, is Jim Carrey going to play all of those, all of those characters, but in the same movie? I mean, they wanted to get Jim Carrey, but he wasn't up to the challenge of playing that many characters in the same mm. movie. So they're actually going to get Eddie Murphy. There we go. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. You're. Your, your Truman shows, your cable guys, uh, yes man, who's just a guy who says yes to things. I don't know. Liar, liar. <laughs> oh right, could you imagine? Oh boy, if liar, liar, and yes man met, I bet, I bet <laughs> things would be crazy. <laughs> I wonder what it would sound like. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
hey man, you uh, uh, you want to join my 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 basketball team? I I got like a a curse on me where I can't say no to things. Yes, <laughs> great. I look forward to seeing you there. Practices at five o'clock tomorrow. Uh, flash forward to five o'clock tomorrow. Oh no, that guy lied to me. <laughs> yes. Oh wait, are you the yes man? <laughs> I thought he could only say yes. No, you're right. Sorry. I thought you were being liar, liar, but during the liar half of it. Right, right. I think this is uh, its a little bit sweaty. We need to workshop this a little bit. Oh, Jim Carrey has The Grinch. Oh, sure. The Grinch is another good one. Dr. Robotnik. The number 23. Oh, yeah. Eternal yeah, Sunshine. Yes. All of I, these I Jim Carrey's in one movie. Wait. All playing the on eternal, the same basketball team. The Eternal Sunshine of the Mask... Uh, Truman Show? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Just wanted to make sure I uh, I caught that. Yeah. No. That's um. That's uh the movie about the guy who goes and has his memory of seeing the movie The Truman Show erased. <laughs> he was just so disappointed by it. He went, I'd rather not remember this, or, which is mm-hmm. tragic because this may be my favorite Jim Carrey movie. Maybe he wanted just to experience it anew for the first time. Oh yeah, sure. Again. I mean, that's that's actually, I think that's the the sketch that I ended Lost and Locked with, which is uh, insane. Where I'm like, and then we get our memories erased, and like we, we're in a time loop. And then Chris is like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, but um, anyway, Ben, do you want to go see Space Jam Two with me when it comes out? Sounds like it's going to be pretty wild. Uh, absolutely, if we still have theaters, then yes. Right. Oh, uh, Photoshop challenge! I want to see a Space Jam two poster with the the team of Jim Carrey's playing basketball. Photoshop challenge. This Ooh, one we almost let that one get by. I, we, I have to see this. <laughs> I have to see all the Jim Carrey's in one film. Ooh, I'm looking forward to getting those. Me too. I'm excited. Okay, right. I, I have one more quick uh, weird news, I guess. Unless Q brought oh, one. Wow. I I did not. I failed in my quest to uh, to find uh adequately weird news you are besides the just constant constant uh stream of randomness that we're uh that we're seeing these days yeah well this one is um on something oh huffpost.com since when were they huffpost has it been so long i thought they were huffington post rebranded for uh for the uh for gen z huffpost nobody nobody reads the whole words anymore (laughs) A dog found behind wheel after high-speed chase in Washington State. What? <laughs> so, so the dog was the wheel man? Uh, it says a, quote, very sweet, unquote, pit bull was reportedly in the driver's seat after the car crashed. Her owner faces multiple charges. Uh, a Washington State man who led police on a high-speed chase on Sunday may not have actually been driving. Officers said that they found the suspect's pet pit bull behind the wheel after it crashed. Uh, the unidentified male suspect is now facing several charges, including DUI, reckless driving, hit and run, and felony eluding. So, uh, I, I mean, uh, the, the world we live in is so strange now, I can't even sort out what's believable and not. So, are, are we saying that this dog was driving the car, or do you think the owner was driving the car, got into a crash, and then he turns to the dog like, I need you to take the fall on this one, man. I've got, this is my third strike. I can't go down for this. <laughs> Well, it says one trooper reported seeing the pit bull in the driver's seat with the owner handling the wheel from the passenger seat. But my question is, who was handling the pedals? <laughs> yeah. 
That's a good question. Um, they reportedly hit speeds of 109 miles an hour. Well, wow. then clearly the dog was handling the pedals. I mean, that just <laughs> seems obvious. Hold on. I need to translate that for our British listeners. Alexa, what is 109 miles an hour in kilometers per second? 109 miles per hour is 0.0487 kilometers per second. 0.084 kilometers a second. So that's for you, Neil and Robbo. Wow, that's pretty fast. It drove on a popular trail for pedestrians and cyclists that was fortunately em- empty. And okay. eventually they threw down spike strips, and then came the shocker. Apparently he was trying to teach his dog how to drive. I mean, well, I mean, I would say that that sounds unbelievable, but last week we did learn that Caitlin's cat knows how to use a toilet. So, <laughs> I mean, who knows what pets can do? And the week That was pretty epic. The week before that, we heard her in the after show talking about how she had her dog in her lap as she was driving. So may- maybe she was trying to teach her how to drive. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if if dogs can drive us around to do errands, I think, I mean, just add that to the list of reasons to get a pet cue. I mean, pet <laughs> as soon as you're able to. A pet, no, like a uh, comma cue. Oh, so uh, line Although maybe... <laughs> Maybe maybe you can train that uh, that bow fur turtle how to drive. Honestly, I would not mind being a pet. I presume that means that I would have somebody to annoy all the time um, and somebody who would feed me. So that sounds like a sounds like a great deal. The state trooper uh, said, "I wish I could make this up. I've been a trooper for almost twelve years, and wow, I've never heard this excuse. I've been in a lot of high speed chases. I've slept in a lot of cars, and never have I gotten an excuse that they were teaching their dog how to drive." What, what kind of dog was it again, did they say? A uh, very sweet girl, Pitbull. Okay, all right. Well, if you had to teach a dog how to drive, Pitbull's not a bad candidate. Definitely better than a, a Chihuahua or uh, a small breed dog. I mean, I think maybe your best bet would be like a Greyhound. They could probably handle the wheel and the pedals at the same time. And they're also really fast. What if Indeed. the dog was named Jesus? Well, then, then it would be obvious that he has the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> yes, I agree. Okay, good. I just wanted to put more more needle drops in here, as many as we could fit in every episode. We pay for oh, all these that songs. Is, you know that, Brian? That's what that's what you're doing. You're doing a needle drop earlier. I legitimately had no idea. Every what was time, going on. I'm just randomly saying song things. It's definitely so I could put them in. You don't hear them as often because you don't like get to hear the whole episode afterwards, really. But there are, That's true. There are I mean, quite a few in there. I, here, here's my 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 uh, message for listening to Happy Cast. You'll text me and say the episode's up. I'm like, oh great, I'll listen to about 15 minutes. Look down and say like, oh, there's like an hour and a half left. I I live this. I don't want to listen to the whole thing, and I'll skip and listen to the last 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, that was a good episode. That's what most of our listeners do too, right, Q? Uh, exactly. Yep. Oh. Can confirm. <laughs> you should listen to the Queen thing. I put a song in there. Anyway. Oh, I will. So, speaking of pit bulls, do you know any pit bull songs that I can drop in? I, I'm, I'm afraid I don't. I know he's a person, and that's it. I mean, I think we just play "Who Let the Dogs Out" call the day at this point. Who let the dogs out? That's we're gonna outro. Just "Who Let the Dogs Out" <laughs> show <laughs> over, and then, and, then, and then we pick up in feedback. This credits roll. <laughs> By the way. Uh, if you had to guess, what car would you think this dog was driving? Um, like something sensible, like a Toyota Camry. 
That's exactly what I was thinking of. What year? Uh, 1998. Not... <gasps> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Brian That's and exactly I are actually the same person. Wait a second. Mm. Is Q an AI who's learning by being on the podcast? Oh, no. I've been found out. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I mean, no. No. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, no, it's a 96 Buick. Oh. But that would have been oh, amazing if you too. were right. I mean, I think, I mean, there's no way we top that. I think that would just mm-hmm. be the end of the podcast forever. Well, I guess we better move on to whatever the fourth thing is. Uh, the fourth thing is listener feedback. Sound. Oh. Mouth here. Mouth oh, great. Thanks. What's this? A letter for me. Uh, if you'd like to contact the show, we would love to hear from you. Our email address is happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Feel free to write an email, send it to us, or you could always record a voice message and we'll play that on the show. Uh, otherwise, you can contact us via Facebook or shoot us a, a Twitter at or DM, and we'll we'll reply to those as well. If you want to mail uh, us ben, a handwritten letter, uh, message me, and I'll give you my address, and I'll read it live on the air. Oh yeah, we should start accepting handwritten letters. That's pretty good. <laughs> Include well, even with a Photoshop challenge. I guess it'd be like what scrapbooking challenge. I mean, I would probably get something. I remember a few years ago, I solicited postcards on Facebook, and I got quite a few. So that was exciting. Ooh. Ooh. I, I need some of those, too, now. Handwritten postcards? Yes. The most handwritten. Handmade oh postcards? No, they seemed uh, mass-printed. Oh. Lame. Lame. First piece of feedback is from uh, Neil, the Orange Peel. Mm-hmm. He says, hi, chaps. Wow, two podcasts in two weeks. It's like 2017 all over again. (laughs) Uh, My happy hour, his happy hour this week is his new Garmin GPS sports watch. He says, I used to have a Fitbit, which eventually gave up and died on me a couple of weeks ago. I felt naked without a watch on my wrist, so it feels good to finally get an upgrade on wrist. I'm still trying to work out all the features, but it tells the time, so I'm good for the moment. I thought in England you could tell the time just by looking at the sun. Like, I thought they were, like, naturally sundials. No, I think it's too cloudy. That's, uh, oh. I mean, yeah. Well, he's not in, like, London, though. He's in, like, I thought he's in, like, the beautiful fields near castles and stuff. That's true. He was talking about uh, being able to see uh, sheep out in the distant fields. So maybe, maybe he could tell the time via sunlight. So Can Brit- you tell the time through uh, which direction sheep are facing? I have heard that sheep always face the sun. Even mm-hmm. at night, they face where the sun would be around the earth. There that, you go. That's why they lay down and go to sleep at night. Oh, yeah, that, that's definitely why. Yeah. That checks out. That checks out. Yep, British does. listeners, write in and tell us our if British people can all tell time just by looking at the sun and our, if our sheep trivia is real. It is. Uh, his bumper troll this week <laughs> is hair. Oh, I didn't. Oops. Sorry to steal your thunder. 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 Neil. Uh, I'm really in need of a haircut, and obviously in this current climate, there are no barbers open. Mrs. Peel has offered to do it with her set of horse clippers, but I'm not that desperate. Yet. Yet. Mm. Ben, you should get some horse clippers. Now, what are horse clippers? Uh, clearly, they're they're clippers for uh, for, for horses. shearing horses. Did, did they yeah. come or they're with, made out of horses. Did they come with horse cloppers? Sure. They come in pairs. You get clippers and cloppers. I mean, you have to. I mean, so horse clippers are like their left shoe. Yeah, the you get are the clip right and the clops. 
Also, first thing I thought of uh, when I heard horse clippers is if you've watched Ozark season three, uh, they clip something off a horse or someone does. It gets oh, what's no. the word gelded. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't see it, but that's the first thing uh, I thought when you, when I read horse clippers. I'm like, oh no, don't use that on hair. Uh, uh, I do not know how to respond to that. <laughs> Photoshop challenge. No, 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 absolutely not. No, no, I'm reading the next part of the email. <laughs> I wasn't asking for a picture of that. <laughs> I would, uh, I would recommend a, a, a more uh, vocal comma there. In that sense, <laughs> it's underlined and in bold. It just says Photoshop challenge. <laughs> you have to understand how. How we would have received that, though. But this is a video <laughs> format, so you should know. Are you? Well, you're saying you can't see me this whole time. I mean, I can see you in my mind's eye. Then why'd I put on all this like makeup and masks and stuff? I mean, just to feel good about yourself. Oh. Anyway, Photoshop challenge. Uh, <laughs> Neil says, <laughs> "I know you didn't really ask for one this week, but I've done one anyway." Hashtag Rebel Without a Clue. Anytime you manage to get across the pond, I'm sure Rob and I would love to see a happy cast live. Keep up the great work, Neil Orange Peel. Uh, the image, which you will see when it is posted, everybody who is hearing this, uh, there is Mrs. Doubtfire as the queen. There is an Animal Crossing <laughs> villager. There is my bear mascot on my snack. R2 and C3PO are on top of what I assume is Buckingham Palace. Oh, that's great. Uh, I mean... Especially for a Photoshop challenge that we forgot to issue. I, I think this is top-notch work. I know. And this one, I mean, there's a lot to work with. With the Jim Carrey stuff, the horse gelding, all sorts of stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> Just the Jim Carrey thing. On a horse, at least? I would like to see no horses involved whatsoever, but that's just my personal preference. So this is a blanket ban on horses? A horse blanket? A uh, horse blanket ban, yes. No no blankets with horses on them. Oh, well, that is the feedback I have there, and that's all we have, unless I have something on Facebook. Oh, fresh feedback. Hot off the presses. Didn't you get uh, some sort of notification from one of the faux engineers, or was that a private? Oh, uh, that was, yeah, that was a Facebook message from uh, Mr. Pold, who um, was like, yeah, heard the recent shows, uh... Ben's got some crazy ideas, and I was like, oh, you know Ben, yeah, but you're, you're going to be on the show now. That's what they want you to think. They're trying to discredit me. That's why they want me on the show, probably, is to discredit my ideas about them. Mm. But they'll see. I mean, I, I, mean, I feel like this uh, is like a perfect podcast uh, double feature. Once you finish this episode, hop over to their feed and listen to the latest episode of the Ingenuity Show. Yeah, and vice versa. Yep. Oh, uh, actually, we have one more piece of feedback. I think it's an audio message from Q. Uh, let's hear that. Dear Ben and Brian, this is Q writing a lovely note to you that is definitely not uh, being made up by me in real time on the podcast. No, this was sent away before uh, the recording of the podcast happened. Well, you know, past me was really, uh, uh, really had a lot of commentary on, uh, recording of the podcast. Anyway, um, my happy hour this week, uh, was, uh, getting handwritten notes. My bummer patrol this week 
is, uh, uh, what was my bummer control this week? Uh, not having a pet. Um, and I just wanted to comment on, speaking of pets, I just wanted to comment on the fact that there are no cat photos uh, of Ben's cats, despite having talked about uh, your cats on various uh, previous podcasts. So I demand more cat photos, even though it'll make me a little sad not having pets. That is all for this week. Stay healthy. Cube. Oh, that was some great wow. feedback. Wow, I didn't. I forgot that we received that definitely before the show. Yeah, why'd we even have Q on if she just said all the same stuff, but way shorter? Yeah, I know, right? I, I'm just much more uh, uh, adept at writing than I am at speaking. What can I say? <laughs> Although, I, I mean, I do think um, coming out of that feedback, we should definitely do a Facebook thread where everybody just shares pictures of their, their pet cats. I uh, agree, I agree. We'll, we'll see Ben's cat. We'll see... Uh, uh, Caitlin's cat, who I, I think was named Lars. I can't remember. I think it's but... Mars. <laughs> oh, right, also, Mars. Also, we need video of, um, like, the cat flushing the toilet. That I assume Caitlin has taught uh, now that, uh, that she's had some time with the cat. Wait, it's Marsh. You thought you heard Mars. Yes, that's right. I that thought she said happened. Mark, which is her fiancé. <laughs> I so would hope we, Mark could use the toilet and plush. <laughs> <laughs> so we were all right, kind of, in that we were all wrong. Exactly. We did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you want pictures well, of uh, my cat, uh, feel free to befriend my wife on Facebook. She has a lot of them. Pictures of cats. Not a lot of Facebooks. Right. She has a lot of Facebook accounts. Friend one of those. They're all over the place. Does she have a lot of faces in books? Uh, yes, we actually collect them. Cool. No, no well, great. That'll come up eventually. Don't worry about that yet. <laughs> I don't want to out her mm-hmm. secrets. This is a very unsettling note to end the podcast on. <laughs> All right, settle it, Brian. Settle it. Final um, settling note. Hey, wow. Middle so, uh, uh, we, here we are at the end of another episode, three in a row. I, I think that's got to be some kind of record. Tic tac toe. Um, I will once again uh, thank Q for joining us. You were uh, a great guest as always. Oh, thank you. I'll thank Ben. Ben, uh, thank you for being the best uh, co-host in the entire podcast game. Oh, that, well, what about you? I can be the second best. No, I think you're the best co-host. Or we're tied. We're tied for first. Okay, we can share that. We'll share that honor. Ooh, that was close. And... Uh, Last, lastly, but not leastly, um, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, you know, we know that your time is valuable, so thank you for spending the last, I don't know, 90 minutes with us. Um, or if you're like me, just listening to it in like 10-minute chunks over the course of several days. That's usually how I do podcasts. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, so this was great. Uh, we'll do it again next week. And until next time, remember... Uh, maybe I'll find some weird song like I did last time. I mean, sure, we could summon a weird song. Um, summon? 
Yeah, like, that's how. Like, like with a like with a like a pentagram and, and stuff. Like I don't know what kind of podcast you guys are running here, but uh. I mean, well, I mean, I, I I'm not that advanced. I was just gonna use a Ouija board to summon a song. <laughs> Do it. Okay, light as a feather, stiff as a board. I guys, I don't know how Ouija boards work. Well, that's to make you float. Oh, you oh. You have to put well, our hand I... on the planchette, and it spells mm-hmm. out letters. Did you say Blanchette? Is, is like a the... smaller Blanche? <laughs> is it called a Planchette? <laughs> no, I, I gotta oh. look this up now. Yep, Planchette. French for little plank. Oh, okay. Hands on the little plank, everyone. All right. Oh, oh, Ouija board music spirits. What, what obscure, weird song should we play? What's oh, it saying? Well, it's pointing at. See, huh, no, uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, wow, I, I haven't thought about this song in forever. It's an oldie but a goodie. Um, Would you say it's a ghost of a song? It sure, yeah, it is a ghost of a song. It's uh, the song, the go- the Ghostbusters theme, Ghostbusters <laughs> two. I'm not playing the Ghostbusters theme. Find a ghost um, song. Go. Songs about ghosts. A song um, from ghosts. Ghost, ghost Riders in the Sky. Ooh. That's the only ghost song we have. That's the only one I can think of. Uh, can we, uh, let me, wait, I'll Google ghost songs. Uh, I'm already on it. <laughs> oh, wow, you're you're ahead of the game, Ben. Uh, There's not a lot of great ones. Yeah, that's not going to work. There's a band oh, okay. ghost. I mean, well, no. I was say we should just play the song from Ghost, but then I quickly realized I was thinking about the song from Dirty Dancing. They're the same song. Basically, sure. and it's basically the same movie. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I like to think that every Patrick Swayze movie, he's actually playing the same character. Uh, the ghost from Ghost, the bank robber from Point Blank, mm-hmm. the dance the instructor dancer. from Dirty Dancing. Yep. And what else? The rest. Yeah, what, what else was he in? Are they in the opposite basketball team? All the Patrick Swayze? Uh, oh, yeah, the, the Swayze's. Um, maybe. Honestly, I think I know three Patrick Swayze movies, and I listed them all. Well, that's going to be an unfair team against the Jim Carrey team. I mean, they're just so good. I mean, it's not, it's not you know, it's not Swayze's fault that... that Jim Carrey has such a vast oeuvre to uh, select characters from. Mostly from the 90s. <laughs> yeah, sure. His heyday. Are you actually, are you still recording this right now? I am recording this. <laughs> has Has the after show ever just been like what happens directly after the show, like real time? It has, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Our, I mean, I think, I think this could be it. I think we, I think, I think we dust off our hands and call it a day. I think this has been a great after show. I, I think this is fantastic. Yeah. Roadhouse. Oh, Roadhouse. Sure, same character. Mm-hmm. He was in Donnie Darko. Never saw it. Red Dawn, The Outsiders. Uh, oh, The Outsiders. Yeah, never saw those either. Wait, was he in Dirty Dancing Havana Nights? What? Ooh, like as a cameo, like he was like the Nick Fury character. Who shows up to recruit people for more dirty dancing? That's like the what your favorite joke, Ryan. <laughs> it is my favorite joke, much like like your um, uh, nothing, oops all jokes. Yeah. Oh, I love oops all. Sure. Mine. Mine is uh, P 
people recruiting people at the end of movies. <laughs> what would that sound like? Recruiting? Wait, well, wait, what are we what are Patrick we Swayze out? recruiting. Wait, or someone recruiting Patrick Swayze? No, it's Swayze recruiting more people for Dirty Dancing. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it would be like, uh, uh, kid, I saw you out there. That was those are some pretty sick dance moves, uh, but what if I told you there's another style of dancing, a more dirty style of dancing? I want you to join the Dirty Dancing Initiative. Thanks, Joe Robinson. Thanks, Tom Servo. What <laughs> kiss up this guy? Uh, okay, now if you'll all look at your sheet music, uh, we can rehearse my new song. You wrote a Christmas song? Hey, there's no tradition like a new tradition. <laughs> Wait a minute, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas? Uh, yeah, yeah, based on my favorite movie, Roadhouse. Come on, what the heck does Patrick Swayze have to do with Christmas? Hey, you keep Christmas in your way and let me keep it in mine, okay? Oh, uh, come on, sir, it seems like a nice enough sentiment. We can give it a shot, come All on. All right, okay, okay. Uh, 12 eight time, uh, uh -huh. key of A flat major. Oh, uh, Cambot, shoot him the tune. Uh, okay, you'll just have to stay with me, everybody, okay? Uh, your part's written out. Let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas. By Crow T Robot. <clears throat> Paul, let's have a Patrick Swayze, Swayze Christmas. Christmas. Right. <clears throat> Hit it, Cambot. Oh, oh, I start. I yeah, get it. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Okay, pick it up. <clears throat> Open up your heart and let the Patrick Swayze Christmas in. We'll gather at the roadhouse with our next of kin. And Santa can be our regular Saturday night thing. We'll decorate a bar stool and gather round and sing. Oh, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas this year. Or we'll tear your throat out and kick oh. you in the ear. Hold it, hold it a Cambot, huh? stop it. Uh, Crow, Jeez. I don't know if I think this is an appropriate sentiment anymore mm -hmm. for Christmas. Hey, what, like a good action sequence don't belong at Christmas? Well, no, it's just that I've never heard of an action sequence in A Christmas Carol before. Yeah. Well, then grab hold of your socks and read on, Joe Robinson. Okay, okay. pick it up from measure 20, Cambot. <clears throat> Lovely intro, though, very tasteful. Thank you. It's my way or the highway this Christmas at my bar. I'll have to smash your kneecaps if you bastards touch my car. I got the word that Santa has been stealing from the till. I think that that right jolly old elf better make out his will. Oh, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas one and all. And this can be the haziest. This can be the laziest. This can be the Swayze-yes Christmas of them Well, I think we did well, it. <laughs> yeah, successful podcasts and an after show. Yeah.
big problem She knows she knocked in her neighborhood I hear somebody shouting Who wants the white Here's Myra! 